You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. Well, And I know. Welcome to another episode of Kicking It with John and Greg. I'm John Ryan. I'm joined here by my co-host, co-anchor. It's not really co-anchor, is it? No, I don't. We're not on. We're not on TV. <clears throat> so these people think <laughs> <laughs> there's hidden cameras all over this. There is. All right, Greg Woodman. What up, buddy? How are you? Real estate agent extraordinaire. Yeah, I'm tired, man. I hear you. I'm tired, dude. We. It's uh. It's been a long time. I think we were just trying to figure out. I think it's been five weeks since we've actually been doing yep. one of these together. A lot's happened. A lot has. Won some games, lost some games. I got knocked out. Greg had two more kids in that time. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, yeah, that's quite a it, year though. changed. I've changed. You, we both changed. So much, man. For the better. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Oh man! So what's up, man? How's your um? I haven't seen you for five weeks. I know. I really have. But no, we have. In the i in the what are these called podcast world? Pod- we haven't seen each other for five weeks. Well, I mean, it's still the real world. Like we can still just talk. Like yeah, well, we have like that <laughs> we Avatar have seen movie. Each other. It's not. This is like not like an alternate universe that people don't know about. Hmm. Huh. Well, how was your trip to uh, Hawaii? It was. It was awesome, man. I mean, it's it's. Like I I, know, I felt like right, coming back. Had we talked about it right away, I had all these really good stories, yeah. and now it's been enough time. Like, like yeah. well, you know, it was good. I don't know. Drinking out of a coconut wasn't that cool. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't need to tell that story. <laughs> I. Uh, but this is your first family vacation, all four of you. Yeah, it was. I, I, vacations. I feel like even with two people, vacations can like traveling can just be stressful in general. Um, but then you add two kids, and then you add in-laws and you add oh you had everybody and another you know there was there was eight adults i couldn't have done it five children uh my daughter scarlet being the oldest at five and then all the other kids were under two and a half so it was i I mean i don't know like i had such a great time and like i look back at that vacation i'm like oh it was a lot of fun but it was also like very stressful hawaii shouldn't be stressful but it just is every time Every time you have to do something, it's so like... So was it with your parents or your in-laws? My in-laws. Your in-laws. See, I, I love my in-laws. I love my mother, but I could not vacation with, with them. <laughs> so it wouldn't be a vacation. <laughs> like, I mean, even like at our wedding when we had everyone there. Yeah. And they were only there for three days, but it was uh, a lot. And I think I, I think I was more stressed about how stressed Sarah was. Yeah. Like, Sarah was very stressed because she has, you know, her her mom and her dad... But then her mom, they're divorced, and her mom has a husband. They, I mean, they've been together for 30 years. Yeah. And her dad has a wife, and they've been together for like 25 years or something. Yeah. So it's not like they have like new new flings on the side. <laughs> but still, you know, as I could tell just for her, it was like it was a lot having everybody there. Yeah, I bet. It, those situations are just it's it's hard. Like I I love my wife's family. I have a I, we have a great time, but it's also there's just a part where it's like. Yeah, they're just they're still your in-laws like it's yeah. not they're gonna do things that drive you nuts and 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 i'm sure i drive you know i just want i don't right. know. like i said it was just one of those things like, i think honestly the worst part though was going 
was traveling to and from the airport. So oh, I mean, we have car seats. One, two, two full size suitcases, uh, a full duffel bag that had both the kids' clothes in it, then um, two car seats, a stroller, <laughs> uh, my carry on, Aaron's, Aaron's carry on, and her purse. And, you know, and it's just basically like, and then the two kids themselves. So it's basically like me trying to carry all of these bags uh. by myself. And just, it, it's, you know, it's 6.30 in the morning. I haven't, like, going to the airport. It's 6.30. It's cold. I haven't slept. I'm not in a great mood. Like, it's just Man. one of those things where it's like, I wish I had more patience. You make, just... sound, you make being a father sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, ah. Uh... At the same time, though, I'll tell you what, our kids, amazing on the flight. Both really? of them. Both ways. Like, they did so good. Like I, When we got off the plane, there were people, you know, I'm sure when, when we got there, people were just like, oh, crap, are you yeah. kidding me? Two I think kids, that, a newborn kinda, and a five I think whenever old, someone walks on the plane with little kids, especially, you, judge like, them. You, you hear, like, a groan go among the crowd. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? You just hear, like, oh, here we go. Oh, it's completely true. And then uh, at, on getting off the plane, I had multiple people that were like, your kids were very well behaved. Nice. Like, that was awesome. Uh, both flights, incredibly ridiculous uh, on the way there and back. I don't know what it is, but we managed to get sat next to the weirdest people ever. Oh, they're always on planes. Always. We had one on the way there that I think was either on drugs or just coming off of like the longest weekend of his life. <laughs> and he was legitimately crazy to where I was thinking, like, <clears throat> I'm looking at this guy and I mean, he's out there, and, and and he's kind of freaking me out. I've got my, and I'm just sitting there going, like, man, if this guy loses it, like, I'm, I, I'm right behind him. I'm like, I'm the la- like, the lady next to me across the aisle was staring at me, like, what's this guy's deal? And I, you know, I'm like, I'm the last line of defense here. Like, I'm gonna have to get this guy, and he's way bigger than I am. Then at the end, he, nothing ends up happening. We get off the flight, or right before we land, and I ask this lady, really nice lady, who was sitting next to me. Uh, I was like, oh, so what do you do? And she kind of was really quiet about it, and she's like. She's like, I'm a detective for the Seattle Police Department. And I was like, oh, so you totally would have handled this. Like, I could have sat <laughs> this back. This is on just, you. Just done nothing. Oh, that's and, funny. Yeah. On the way back, we had two people fight each other. Like On like, the plane? Yeah. Like, like, like this fight? Like a mother and son. And they all of a sudden, I like hear this commotion out of my headphones. And I like take them off. And she's just like, you disrespectful piece of crap. And she's just blasting How him. How old was the boy? Like 18. That, you can go to jail for that if they're fighting on a plane. Yeah. So then, so then uh, the uh, the flight attendant comes by and he was just like, what? he's like, you guys need to stop. Like, I'm not. I'm, this is not a joke. You guys need to stop right now. And uh, and I felt bad because this this kid was like, he wasn't doing anything. And then he, so he just was like, all right. And he was kind of laughing, trying to laugh it off. And she just kept smacking him. And and finally, like, <laughs> like they stopped. An hour later. She starts going at him again. And just starts so this smacking one was, him. This one was crazy. Yeah, and so then, so then, uh, a, another flight attendant was coming by, and she goes, "Excuse me, um, I I need you to to alert the police that my son has assaulted me." And he's <laughs> like, "She he squeezed my arm, and I have marks on my arm right now." And I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god, lady, what are you doing?" And and he was like, "Okay, I have to let the captain know about this." And like, this is a big deal because we're we're going to have the police meet yeah. you. At at the gates, and she was like, "That's what I want." And I could just see the look on this kid's face, and he's just like, "What's going what on? What is wrong?" And he's like, "I'm sorry, like I I don't know." And so they moved him seats, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I'll move. I don't care." And oh, so, uh, man. so yeah, so it was just it was totally insane. And so finally, he goes and switches seats, and I didn't see him after like because I had to wait for the uh, the 
the stroller, but my wife saw it, and I guess the kid just left left her at the airport and just really? bounced. Yeah. He was like, forget that. I would, too. There's nothing you could do, like, when you're in the middle of the ocean. Like, if, if we were over land, I'll oh. bet you they would have landed the plane. Really? Yeah. I'm always so scared that someone's going to do something like that on an airplane. Yeah. And like, then at what? the end, the lady was like, I just want to apologize for the oh. for the scene a little earlier. I'm like, you were just beating him for no reason. Totally a crazy woman. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm so scared that someone's going to just, like, start fighting or, like, jump someone or yeah. do something crazy and just cause a commotion. But it's I, just such a helpless feeling there because there's just nothing you can do. Yeah. And I think everyone feels it's, that way because things – like, I mean, I think everyone – like, back in the day – before everything happened with on on September 11th, I think people thought if anything happened on like a plane, it'd be like Air Force One and like Harrison Ford. Like you'd just right. like like you'd like it wouldn't. It, you'd somehow you'd t- overtake the hijackers. Yeah. And then like now it's changed where you're I like mean, you're I scared, would. like you're. St- I'll take that guy down, <laughs> or that woman or guy, whoever it was. I'd take them down. Take it down. You're like I got this. I'd, you'd find the panel underneath the plane and climb up mm-hmm. the backside and. Right through the wheel well. I'd yeah. be hanging down from the wheel well. Yeah, no problem. That you know now. Now I think there is. That was called so much... a wheel well. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd find it and I'd be hanging on it. You would. How was uh, How was Christmas? Christmas was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Did you get anything awesome? I got a, a new Nintendo. You know the new Nintendos? Yeah, I, you got that? I got that. Oh, I wa- I've been looking every day on Amazon. Oh, for it's one. so funny because they're like, I think that when they came out, they're like forty or fifty dollars. Yeah. Which is very reasonable. It's it's like the exactly like the old Nintendo. Oh yeah, no, we talked. Thirty. We, when Sarah was on here, we talked oh, about. We talked about. We it. talked about. Oh, it, but she, she actually it got me. it for you. Like that's ridiculous. But there, you can't actually. No one hardly even got one for forty dollars. Like I, I think they just like Nintendo could probably sell another million of them or whatever. Like yeah. every every millennial in the world wants one. Yep, I want one. I've looked every day on Amazon. Although, am I a millennial? Are we millennials? Are you nineteen eighty two birthday? I am. I think it's 80. I'm 1981. Some people say anything in the 80s. I disagree. Isn't it? Isn't it 84? 84? Some people now they have like the, there's a Harvard study I read the other day and they said 84. We're kind of in a gray area those first few years of the 80s. We're the we're the forgotten. Because I feel like millennials were raised by Generation X. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's what makes them so screwed up. <laughs> I but I was our... we were raised by baby boomers. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think baby boomers kind of screwed it up too. <laughs> I just felt like ours. I mean, we're I all think, just buying our time before we die. I just think that <laughs> we're, just, we're just all trying to get through. They just—I just saw this like study on this guy. This guy did about like kind of the problem with millennials or whatever. I thought it was fascinating, just kind of his take on things, and you know, it was just all these different things about what happens when they get in the workforce. And he's like, you know, a lot of a lot of the kids. He's like, it's not your fault that you're kind of screwed up the way you are. Like you were raised in a way to think that. Everything is, you know, that everyone is special and every, every, you can achieve everything you want. All you have to do is, is try. And he's like, that's not the real world, unfortunately. And a lot of people are finding this out. But the one thing that he talked about that I thought was interesting, and it's hard for me too, is like, is cell phones. And he's like, and, and I, and I didn't quite, I'm not quite at that level where we had them. We didn't have them in like middle school and high school and stuff, no, but like it was, was after two college. two kids in our high school that had them. Yeah. So, yeah. but now, even still, I found myself at times like you just, it, it just talks about how you have this instant gratification and, and that what, what he said was really interesting is that, that cell phones are an addiction just like drinking, smoking, or drugs that it still releases mm. dopamine when you put something like on the internet and you get likes and you get responses. Yeah. It's that same feeling. And that people filter their lives, like they post what they want to post. Yeah. So they build this. It was really interesting, like just kind of this whole theory on why millennials are screwed up. You know what I think uh, about 
just me always having a phone on me is I never ask questions anymore. Yeah. I'm like, why would why should I look dumb and ask this question when I, Google will give it to me in two seconds? It's true. I never ask questions. He the thing the thing I thought was the most interesting is he said, you know, you don't no one has to have that to have that skill of going up to a girl and being like, Hey, so um would you like to go out and being awkward and then having an yeah. awkward date and uh, learning those skills? I always sucked at that anyways, though. Yeah, but I think everyone does. But it is tr- I thought that part was maybe one of the most true things in that is that those people skills that, that kids have now completely lost or people just have in general where if you go to any any place and just look around about how many yeah. people like are on their phones and not even just looking around at what's going on. These kids now, they just swipe one way, swipe, swipe right, and then they go and fornicate. That, <laughs> There's nothing else. That's all you do. You that's swipe. That's said. You, you swipe walk outside. You're, you're on a date. You're there. And then you're. Well, they're not on a date. They don't go on a date. They, they, they fornicate. <laughs> Such a stupid word. <laughs> <laughs> do you, don't you? Do you remember like having to like get dressed up on a Friday night? Like, I'm going to go out and try to meet some girls tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And now that doesn't you were a pro athlete so it might have been easier for you but for the rest of us the real world we had to get up and go out and <laughs> drink enough beer to get awkward and talk to uh, somebody and you know and now it is it's I never like and even from when I met Aaron I met Aaron before uh Tinder so like yeah. I, I I never had I never experienced online dating like that or anything I was never I was never on Tinder Someone I remember right I was single when it came out and someone was show one of the players was showing me what it was, and I'm like, within within a minute, I was like, this is a st- I yeah, this is it's not for everybody I've it's ever not. seen in my life. I I don't think I could do it either, but it's like I get it, but I get the idea. I get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything else for uh, anything? I got else a new iPad. I mean, Ooh. Sarah really spoiled me. She got me a bunch of clothes, iPad. That's a, a, a beautiful picture from our wedding that was framed with a, like a saying on it and everything. I mean, it was. You know what I got for really Christmas? Did it up. Uh, what? A John Ryan shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why you sent me a picture. I did. Oh, my that's wife, awesome. I keep saying I'm going to get one, and I just never have. And then I open it, I'm like, oh, I got a John Ryan jersey for Christmas. <clears throat> that's awesome. Yep. Great gift. Great gift. Great gift. Just what a, what a smart lady. Yep. My wife. Oh, yeah, because you, you sent me a picture on Christmas morning and said, I got you for Christmas. Yeah, my, my wife got me you for Christmas. It's like that song, All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, Mariah Carey. Did you see that? No, I heard. I keep on hearing about it because I was already, I watched I was already in bed. I watched it. It was the night before the game. So what happened? It was this one of the most Clark's <laughs> rocking New Year's Eve special or whatever. Good old Clark. And it was, call him Richard. Richard Clark. Um, Richard Clark. <laughs> you realize that's where it all started, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Clark's rocking <laughs> New Year's Eve, and then Mariah. So what happened? Mariah Carey. So she does her. She she the whole thing's live, and she goes, and I don't know what live on the East Coast. Yeah, well, <laughs> on TV, um, and I don't know what happened or why, but they like the the she just stopped singing basically, and then it went on and on of her just being on stage. And it was so awkward, and you know I don't like. Well, it's like halfway through the song, she's just like, "I'm out." I I saw I turned it on like part way through, and I was like, "Oh, weird, Mariah Carey," because I was flipping back and forth between that and the local one, and uh, and and she's standing there, and she's like, "Okay, guys, like, you sing it," and <laughs> and you can just see like I can you can see the look in her face, at this, and then at one point she kind of like catches up to where she is, and she starts to sing, oh, and then she, and I was like, "Oh, here we go," and then she stops again. 
And then I, and then she just stands there, and I'm like, oh, this is awful. This is so bad. By the end of the thing, uh, she's just talking to the people around her. Oh, she's dear. like, okay, so that was amazing. And then you could see the look on her. She stormed off. Like, she oh. was so mortified. It went on for way too long. Really? Yeah. Because now she's blaming them. She's blaming them. They're blaming her. Of they're course. saying it's like defamation of character against defamation of Clark yeah. special or whatever. And she's saying it's their fault. So, I mean, obviously someone screwed up, whether it be her or them. Yes. She's saying she's saying that um, her. Versus Mariah. <laughs> Oh. So she said her earpiece didn't work. Her earpiece didn't work. They're saying it worked just fine. Um, either way, it was just really, I, it's really bad. I mean, I feel like this is the most attention that Clark special's gotten since Clark died. It's true. Right? Like, I mean, it, this, I mean, they say no bad public, no publicity is bad publicity. So, I mean, this might. It's, in, it's like Ryan Seacrest on that show. It, and then they had Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, she's she's out there. I I remember I used yeah. to think like Jenny McCarthy was like when she's she, dating Donnie Wahlberg. Is she? Mar- Am I thinking the right person? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy, and blonde. Don, Donnie Wahlberg or maybe she's friends with Sarah. She's friends with my wife. She is. Yes. Okay. So um, <laughs> no, <laughs> now you go back. Well, I mean, no, no. You, I mean, she doesn't listen to the show. Say whatever you want. No, she. I mean, does. my She's wife probably, or Jenny McCarthy doesn't listen to the show. She, uh, but no, she was like, she's just kind of so over the top. And you, the yeah. funny thing is, they kept trying to interact with the crowd, and the crowd can't hear them. And so they'd be like, uh, "Oh, so what do you think about this New Year? We, sh- you know, it's a great time to meet new people, right?" And then someone, they're like, "Huh?" And then they got to the next person, like, "Well, what about you? What do you oh, think?" And they're man. just like, "I don't know." Was Jenny McCarthy? Was she one of the hosts? Yeah, they kept cutting to her. She has her own. Does she have her own station or just her own show on Sirius Radio? She has her know. own show for sure. I don't know if she has. Her do own you remember station. when she came out on? Do you remember that show she used to be on that uh, MTV show, where she got famous on? No. Did you ever the singled out? Okay, you know what? MTV didn't get to Canada. Until, Is that still, that one you didn't see that one? I don't think MTV got to Canada where I live until after I already left Canada. Like, I didn't really see MTV until I got to the U.S. Well, I remember you in told me that. I just was wondering if you'd ever seen Singled Out. No. No, if it was 2004, then no. You definitely okay, did. That was a high school show. Jenny McCarthy, MTV. Do Singled Out. It was the show where there was like 50. Singled Out. Yeah, when fit, she was the host, or was she just on she it? Was, she was. So she was like, she was like the co-host. She was presented kind of like, by Chris Hard, Chris Hardwork, Carmen Electra, and Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Oh, in 1998. Oh wait, was it? Yeah. So Jenny McCarthy was on there. I think Carmen Electra was too. But they did this dating show where there was 50 people, and then they'd be like, "Okay, anybody who eats meat," like, and then they'd all like all like those people who ate like eat meat had to leave, and then like anyone who <laughs> doesn't have a six pack, and then like those people would. It's so, like they'd just like eliminate down to people, and uh, that's who they go on a date with. That sounds like off. I feel like you can't even do that. Anymore. It's like 20 years later, you can't do that. No. People will be like, that's just like. Like organized bullying. Yeah. <laughs> Used to be. What was that one MTV show where um, they'd have like seven guys on a bus and there'd be one girl standing outside and the guys would like walk out and for every like minute they stayed on the date, they, <laughs> oh, no. they got like a dollar or something. Oh, I know. And sometimes the guy would just walk off the bus and go and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, bye. Next. Next. <laughs> yes. Next. I mean, like, you can't, like, even now, even like eight years later or what, ten years later, you can't even do that anymore because it's like, it's, it's bullying. A oh. guy just steps off, just look at him and be like, next. <laughs> and sometimes the girls just be like, or the guys. Yeah. I think the guys were on there. And he's like, it's so rude. That's so funny. If you think about, I, I've seen those are old movies that were like really well acclaimed, and then you go back and watch them, and there's just so many like wildly inappropriate things in yeah. them. Like for the times have changed. It was uh, 
God, what was I watching? It was either um, with my daughter. It was either Snow White. It was a really famous cartoon. It was either Snow White or one. And they like it was so degrading to women and stuff. I was really? like, you can't see that yeah. in a kids movie. That no. Oh. Um, I was gonna say that's something really good there. Oh, speaking of old movies, on New Year's Eve, yeah, just two nights ago, um, Sarah and I went out for dinner at five because I had meetings at seven thirty. Yeah, great dinner, and then I had like <laughs> after my meetings, I had like two and a half hours before curfew. Okay, and so like with Sarah and I, when we're on the road together, we can't stay in the same room. We stay on different floors because no, we have security on our floors. No one else can get on our floors. Yeah. Because I think because I'm only 35, so I can't spend the night with my wife just yet. <laughs> You're almost there, buddy. I only, I only b- and moan about this every single week. <laughs> like, I got a guy younger than me, because all the young coaches come into your rooms to make sure you're in bed. Yeah. Tuck you in, <laughs> snuggle you a little bit, and kiss you on the cheek. Yeah. All right, John. So it's like I'm laying, Dream in, sweet. I'm laying in bed, and I'm already mad that I'm laying in bed, and my wife's two floors above me. And then a guy... Younger than me comes in to make sure I'm in bed every week, and I was like, "You son of a!" One of these days, I'm gonna jump out of the bathroom naked and just jump on top of oh, him. Oh, oh, hey, hey, whoa, this is weird. You walked into my room. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just, and then you should have like some plan, like like an elaborate plan, like when he walks in, like you like put a bag over his head, tie him up, like I'm sorry about this, and then like escape out to your room and go see. Sarah. I thought you were gonna say something like a Home Alone, like put. Tinker toys on the floor or something. Just, you came up with like a full-on kidnapping. Well, but then you're gonna go find Sarah. Like it's like a movie. Like a, like a, it's like a romance. It's like yeah, a rom-com. Greg, in the real world, you go to jail for that. But it's like a rom-com. Like a jail rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> a rom-com where I missed the game the next day because I'm in prison. Well, John, uh, John's sitting this one out. Funny story. Kidnapped a younger coach, threw him in the bathtub, and tried to see his wife. We don't know where he is. Anyways, so Sarah and I. After meetings, so I had like two hours before my curfew at 11, so we didn't really get to ring in the New Year's. I think I don't think she made it that long, anyway, and we were both sleeping by then. Anyways, but we watched Dirty Dancing. Oh, such a good movie. It, that, it, it stands the test of time. Oh, it does. That much. It absolutely does. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody. Oh, it's, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I need to watch that again. It's such a good movie. Jennifer Grey, Patrick Swayze. Did you know, have you ever heard the story about, like, how they couldn't stand each other when they filmed that? Oh, really? Oh, no, there's, like, a whole thing. Like, they they hated each other. Really? Despised each other and, and had to had to film all the Well, scenes. their dancing chemistry was electric. <laughs> <laughs> they danced their rage out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big story about that. Like, they, just, they just could not get along. Really? Yeah. Huh. I like huh. Patrick Swayze. Did you watch the whole thing? No. No. Greg, I had curfew. No, I almost made wait. it to the end. <laughs> wait, curfew? You have to turn your TVs off too? Uh, no, but I was tired by then. Oh, okay. Nice. I I actually watched uh yesterday. I just don't know. I'm just gonna bring this up. Uh, did you see the Batman versus Superman movie? No, I don't like those movies. Oh well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Anything like superhero? Um, I don't. I've never gotten into. It. Really? No. So who won? Batman or Superman? Well, in this one, Batman. Oh, there was multiples. Apparently, there's a there's a new there's a sequel coming out. Of course, this is the one that, that well, Ben Affleck was Batman in, and everyone gave him. So who won the first one? Who won round one? Batman. And but, he was fighting Ronda Rousey, and he, <laughs> and she got knocked the <laughs> out. She did. 
Did you watch that? Yeah, it was quick. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. I watched like the, the I watch. I, if I was at home, I would have paid. If it was in the off season, I would have paid for it. Because I hate, I absolutely, I don't like UFC at all. Like, I really, I yeah. really dislike it. And every time there's a big, I don't like boxing either. Yep. Anytime there's a big fight, anytime Mayweather, Pacquiao, Ronda Rousey, you gotta fight. You gotta watch uh, it. That old Canadian guy that used to fight in UFC. I always bought them. Mm-hmm. I always and every single time you're disappointed, and I don't even like it. But I, <laughs> but I feel like I have to watch this because everyone's talking about it. It's true. So I, like I, like I've watched so many. It's a af- brilliant marketing job. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a sport you could like, especially boxing. Like I don't care about boxing at all. However, somehow you you put together Manny you, when they put together Pacquiao and Mayweather. Yeah. I was like everybody had to see it. I mean, it sold like but three hundred million pay-per-views. Even if those two aren't fighting each other, anytime one of them fights, I have to buy it. And then I sit. I don't watch any of the undercards because I don't like boxing. And then I'm always disappointed with the fight. And then I'm like, one month later, I'm buying a UFC will, fight. Also, I, don't like it. I will tell you this. I actually, as much as I, I don't really follow boxing, I would like watch. If you ever watch like a good boxing fight, like it is pretty impressive. Like I think I think bo- I like boxing better than UFC. Like when it's yeah, really good. Um, it just it gives me a headache just to watch it. Yeah, I mean I think I've been hit in the head so many times in my life, more so when I was younger. That now every time I see someone just get punched in the head, I'm just like, oh god. Yeah. That's gonna hurt tomorrow. Yeah. Her did that picture of her like, she just got whooped again. Oh, she got whooped. I think it's a bit of a case. Like I think she's gonna go down as like what what I, I'm sure there's gonna be UFC whatever. Yeah. But she's gonna go down in history as like one of the best. But it's like I think she was like ahead of her time. And yeah. everyone, everyone caught up in a hurry because she was the first that was really doing it. Mm-hmm. I know there's other people doing it, but it's like really on that level, and then everyone caught up really quickly. Well, I think if, if for everyone else, I mean, she went through and she she cleaned out the. I mean, anyone she would take on anyone who came, and she kind of cleaned out everybody who was there, and then, you know, while she's kind of. And I think she got kind, of, you know, a little bit Hollywood. You know, I mean, she just became this mega star. Um, yeah. To where, if you would have thought of where UFC started, did you ever watch the old UFC fights way back in the day when they like had no Chuck weight, Liddell when they had no weight classes and stuff? I mean, they, when it, it was first like, started, it was, like it was backyard wrestling. It was brutal. Fighting. It was. I mean, there was no this rules. one where there was like a sumo guy fighting this like hundred yeah. pound jujitsu oh, guy. The good old days. The good old no rules. Um, but to come to that, to the where millennials took over. <laughs> it's all gone to hell now. It's, they. Uh, but to get to that point where. Not on, like Ronda Rousey, a woman, is the biggest star in the sport. Is amazing. I mean, it, it really does show you how popular it was she, because she she could headline a pay per view yeah. and sell it out, which you know you don't see that. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel bad for her because you can just see that. I think if she would have came back and won this one, it would have been this hero story or whatever. Right. And to have it just end so fast. Yeah, shut whoop, shut whoop last time too, right? Yeah, that was over a year ago. Yeah, but no, she's probably gonna retire now. Yeah, I was gonna right? say, do you think she tries one more time? No, after you take two two beatings like that, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine like all these boxers stop getting hit in the head over and over again. Yeah, like I mean, it's bad enough for these football players, but like you, but you look at Conor McGregor though. Out. Conor McGregor had that big loss, and then he comes back and wins, and then wins the other. But like, I mean, he's like kind of the opposite because they both were on that same pay per view, and they both lost I at the same like time. I feel like that UFC is so crazy though, because I feel like anyone can get knocked out. I mean, you know, one kick in the temple, and you're out. Yeah, and just all the, t- uh, and the fights done. Yeah, you know, if you just w- on one wrong move. 
I think the thing I I I think it, I I like the art form and stuff. The one thing that always like I that I'm not a fan of is like when when like someone's knocked out and the ref hasn't seen it yet. Oh, and they, get they just, take an extra like two or three shots and I'm just like, oh just god, getting, it's awful. Oh. I just I don't like watching someone get punched. No, I agree. Like it's like I feel like in my head when I watch boxing, which I always say I don't like, but I feel like all oh, those gloves are like padded, but they're not really. No, <laughs> I that's just what I tell myself. But like to watch a human being punch on a human being is I'm just like that's awful. Yeah. I mean, I think people get excited. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I grew up playing hockey, so I mean, I've seen people go crazy. But like hockey fights, people go freaking nuts. And yeah. That's. I mean, I swear that's. I think there's a part of it that's like I don't know. There, I'm not gonna lie. There's a part of me that I'm like, you enjoy like, I a good fair fight is like something you're like, okay, whatever. But then like when you see when it goes the other way, you're like, okay, this is not cool. At oh all. yeah. But then sometimes when you see like I sometimes someone deserves to get punched in the mouth, and when you see yeah. it, you're kind of like, yeah, eh. you had that coming. Was there like in your high school or in your like elementary school? Was there a lot of fights? I'd be like, oh, monkey bars. Not a lot. There were some. Not a lot. I remember in, in elementary school, it was like, like well, well, one every couple months, it'd be like, so-and-so is fighting so-and-so. And it would get around the school, yeah. like, in an hour, but from, like, recess until lunch hour, or from recess till after school, it'd get around the whole school, and everyone would just, like, meet in one place and all circle around these two kids. And it, it would last, like, two seconds all the time. I had one. I was going to be the victim of oh. one. I, it was, and, it, and I actually... Uh, Asked my teacher to I, I to leave class early and I ran. Really? I ran. Home. ran. Oh man, good move. Big, that's big a, kid. Elementary school too. Everyone forgets. The next morning, school. everyone forgets. The next morning. Yeah, because he like I think later that night I I don't remember what happened the next or it was a Friday, and then by Monday it was over. Oh, good move. I had made this kid like younger brother cry and it was an accident. Oh boy. But he was like. I'm going to beat you up after school, and I was like, "Well," and I'm. That was one of those things. I it was just like the movies. The whole day, I'm just watching the uh. clock tick, and it's like the clock's moving faster than it's ever moved. <laughs> and I'm just like, I am gonna get pummeled. That's a that's a bad feeling. It is. It is because I was a tiny kid, and this dude was one of the biggest kids in our school. Yeah. And uh, and I remember I got out like five minutes. I was like, if you don't understand, if you don't let me out, I'm gonna die today. And so then I got out and I ran home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we really, we really went off the rails there. Derailed. That all started with uh, Batman versus Superman yeah. the movie. I think it started with my Nintendo and it ended with <laughs> girls getting punched in the face. That's what we do on the yeah. show. We just uh, we go everywhere. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about football? Do you? Not really. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm actually. I'm. The last month of the season was exhausting. Yeah. On a lot of different levels. Yeah. But we got out of it, and now we're in the playoffs. In the and playoffs. it's a home game. hey T- Ten wins. A ten-win season. That's a, that's We've had at least ten wins five years in a row. That's that's amazing. You know how hard that is to do? Yeah. The first two years I was here, we won nine games. In two years. <laughs> Combined. Two calendar years. Wow. The, the whole entire calendar flipped over, and then it flipped over again, and we still weren't at ten wins. Wow. That's a good feeling. It's good, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that we are kind of spoiled, and the fans here are kind of spoiled, just because you're, we're we're all expecting like thirteen win yeah. seasons, yeah, every season. It just, and it's, unfortunately, it's just not possible. But I think it's almost a good thing because we're like we we know what we can do, yeah. And so we're like we're not just happy winning ten games and losing out in the playoffs. It's like we now it's now it's go time. 
I think so. I can't wait till Saturday. I, I'm pumped. I'm. Yeah, I mean, we've been friends for like. I'm a huge fan. I I watch a lot of football. I really enjoy the sport. It just drives me nuts when, when people freak out about a game or this mm-hmm. or that. I mean, it's just it's not you know like I I see it constantly of of just like you know if we have if there's a game that's that's not the best game it's it, you know it's not the sky is falling it's not you know I I, I think. You know, it's the same team. It's got, it's a team that's probably got more playoff experience than anyone oh, else, yeah. except for maybe the Patriots going into this game. Um, you guys, you know, it, it's a it's a bunch of people who know who've been there, who know what to expect, who have been through situations that most people can't even wrap their heads around. In when it comes to football, in in what can happen. I mean, you know, just the game in green with the Green Bay. Um, yeah, you know, so you, so there, 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 it's it's got to be this attitude of like we're never out of it because we've come back from the most ridiculous things there is. So, and, and this is what you play for is to get in to win the division yeah. and get in the playoffs, get to the tournament. Yeah, I mean, there's 20 teams packing their bags this morning. Yep. It feels like there's about 20 coaches that are unemployed this morning. There was a lot that came My out of nowhere. God. Wait, six you, or seven already? Yeah. Did you? Well, six and uh, Kubiak retired. Why would? I, I, okay, I don't understand this. Why do you announce that you're firing a coach one week before the la- before the end of the season? I guess just to get a jump start on it. I don't know. I don't get it, but I know it. Like, I'm not sure. I'm on. I, honestly, I don't know. But my only thing is like to try to kind of get a, a head start on the, you know, because they used to call this like Black Monday, I think, for coaches. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, it's, how can how many how many more coaches get fired? There's already been seven. At what point do you let a coach like? One year isn't enough in the NFL to get like look what look what Pete did here like look how many they had to, they it took them three years to find their guys. Mm-hmm. You just want you come like one draft isn't going to change that much. No, you need a draft. You need a couple off seasons. You need a couple drafts. I mean, like I feel really, like with someone like with like when you like Chip Kelly and his system too. There's no way it's going to pick up in like the three months no. before the season. In one season, yeah. like you have to get guys used to playing completely differently if you're going to. Yeah, I don't know about that system personally. Well, but. I agree. I mean, it doesn't mean I don't know that it works, but I certainly don't think it's going to work in one year. Right. No. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know where. Like, that's a lot of. Co- I don't know. If, has there been any more this morning? Been fired? I didn't even look today. I mean, in the NFL, you don't expect that much turnover, but I, and it kind of happens every year, which is weird. You know, there's like three, four, five guys gone every year. Yeah, the turnover in the NFL is, I mean, it's crazy. As a player. You know, it's pretty much 100% turnover on, in, in terms of players. Every four or five years, it's on average about 100% turnover. I believe that. Because I was, I mean, I was the only player here before Pete. And I think everyone just, when they think of like the Pete era, they think of like Sherm and Cam and Earl and uh, Doug and Russ. I mean, that first year, I think there's like two or three guys left from his first year here. Maybe, maybe it was Cam. Myself, but he didn't. He didn't bring. Me. I was. I was here before that. Were you here? Did Did Holmgren bring? I you was here, here with Holm, Holmgren. So you've so been here. through three coaches since you've been here. Yeah. Does it wait, three just, in the first three years? Does that is it like weird when you when like as how is that in the locker room when you're like when you're like, oh they they got rid of the coach. Is it, it you guys just kind of oh whatever or no it's not whatever because you're just you're holding on to something yeah because they're gonna you know hold on to something solid because you're get probably rolling I think the turnover. I think I forget. I, I'm, I'm making up numbers now. I think the turnover on a normal NFL roster is like 35% a year. Mm-hmm. And I think on a team with a new coach, it's 65%. So they just come in and kind of clean house. Clean house. They want their, their own guys. guys. Yep. You know, you're gonna have. A, you're probably stuck with a couple guys with big contracts. Uh, 
I think Pete and John are kind of stuck with me because I signed a contract with the <laughs> intern GM. I think they're happy. So they I think I got in. I got, he was kind of stuck with me for six years, but they, they you know, they re-upped me. So I, uh, now, now it's their fault now. <laughs> <laughs> it's on them now. Did you see? Uh, I don't know. The, it was interesting seeing uh, Romo play this weekend. Did he only play that one drive? Yeah. Something like three for four for twenty nine yards and a touchdown. Yeah. That's got to be hard. Yeah, I mean that was his team for it was a decade. It was. That's and then it just kind of he kind of just. It's, I mean he's handled it very well. Better than well, I mean that's a true professional. Yeah, but just to kind of fade to the background like that, it's man, it's weird. Yeah, you know, it's just like he also threw four passes this season mo- and made eighteen million dollars. Yeah, well, yeah, good for him. <laughs> You know these young these young millennials coming taking our jobs taking our taking our jobs. Uh, no, it was just it was weird to see him though. Like like, and and it's funny because didn't he took the job from Bledsoe when Bledsoe got hurt? I mean, Bledsoe lost his job twice to getting hurt. Every single guy that's ever played in the NFL took their job from someone else. That's true. Every single guy. There was a guy punting here before me, and I walked in and took his job. Yeah. There's a guy in Green Bay that took my job. Yeah. And I took – like, I mean, that's every – and it's like eventually every single player gets cut. Every single player is done. Yeah. You know, it's just – I would say young guys, I mean, the, the NFL is like a runaway train. You're either jumping off or getting thrown off, but it's not stopping. <laughs> it's not stopping for anybody. Yeah. I'm, that's the truth. Yeah. It goes on. It does. It will go on. Believe it or not, the NFL will go on will after, go. John after John Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, that's what – I mean, it's a uh, – that could be that could be the end of it. Just John Ryan's out. You know what? People are like, ah, let's see. Pack your bags, guys. We had a good run. Bring the moving trucks in. <laughs> John Ryan's done. Oh God. So let's see. We've talked about the vacation. We talked about Christmas. Let's talk about going for dinner. A big family dinner. My family, which consists of me and my wife. Yeah. Your family, which consists of uh, five to six kids. It's uh, 11 children. 11 children. We didn't bring them all. The rest were at home with the dog. The rest were in the car. Yeah, just sitting in the car. So your two daughters. Yeah. My wife, your wife, went to a little Mexican food. And you know, it's funny. I, had, I, 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 You bring that up, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot what an a**hole you are. I'm not. So, okay. Let's okay. set the tone. Okay. Okay. Let's set the tone here. So we go have dinner, and I'm like, John, Sarah, like, let's get together. I'd like you to like to have dinner. Meet the kids, because you've met my wife, but you've never met the kids. And uh, so we go do that, and uh, it's, it's, it's going well, and my daughter is, you know, she's, she gets a little shy. It's really funny, because I've told you many times, she, like, she knows your name, and she knows who you are, but she hadn't met you before. So yeah. she'll, like, she'll do things like, she, my sister, or my daughter loves to, like, kind of get under my skin, and, and she'll be like, Hey, Daddy, and I'll be like, what? And she goes, John Ryan is so handsome. And I'm just like, what Smart is kid. wrong with you? Smart, Smart kid. kid. <laughs> Can I help with the eyes work? Oh, my gosh. But uh, so we're at dinner. That's uh, really funny, though. And you were getting kind of towards the, the end, and they give us uh, chocolates. And so John, you know, just decides to say, uh, hey, Scarlet, you should take that chocolate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Scarlet unwrapped the chocolate and it's probably like putting it up to your mouth. And I say, Scarlet, why don't you rub it in your dad's beard? <laughs> so my daughter <laughs> just listened. And I look at him and I'm like, well, my daughter's better behaved than that because she's never. And she smashes the chocolate all over my <laughs> face. And I'm like, okay, enough. And then you say, <laughs> then you say, 
Why don't you rub it on his shirt? Your white, white, white shirt. I'm wearing a white shirt, and she rubs the chocolate <laughs> all over my shirt. I, you're like, you're getting mad. You like being a dad, and I'm being like the evil uncle, and I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. I'm laughing so hard. And she and looks she at me, laughing. and then she grabs chocolate, looks back at you, and rubs it on you again. And I'm just in my mind going, you, uh, you've like, got to be kidding yeah. me. And in my mind, I'm like, I love this kid. <laughs> like, I don't have to deal with and I go, not only did she just, like, put chocolate all over my shirt, which, whatever, I have kids I can live with, but the fact that she continued and then now thinks it's a good idea. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, playing this down the road. Uh, Sarah, and I, being like, Sarah and I are laughing so hard, and you two are like... I'm just, I, I just am like, you really are, you're just that guy who's like, well, you know what, they're your kids, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, but then Sarah and I turned around and went home <laughs> by ourselves with no kids. The one thing that I thought was really funny, I was just, I, I told Sarah we should have taken a picture because she, she uh, held Savannah and she was holding her, and there's this part where she's kind of holding her, and, and and then you hold up her margarita for her, and she takes a <laughs> sip. And I'm like, that should be the cover of your like of a book of just like parenting tips. Like you're on, uh, you get someone to feed you a margarita while you hold kids. Another reason why we're not having kids. Oh, that was that was fun. Uh, you know what? We're not having kids. We neither of us have ever wanted kids, and then we met and we made ultimate no kids. But I feel like some people are like, "Oh, you hate, you must hate kids." I'm like, "We love kids." Yeah, no, she, I, you, I can tell you both. We're loved both, them. we're both very good with kids. We love kids. That doesn't mean we should have them. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think you. If you don't want them, you, you shouldn't. Well, the one thing we'll. Uh, so we've been gone for quite a while. We did have an extra episode that we uh, that the that got lost. Nasser lost it. Yeah, it was completely yeah. <laughs> we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Lost it was a it. good episode. It, it was, was great. It was hilarious. It was our best episode it yet. It might have been. We played a game of we Would had, You Rather. Uh, yeah, and then we had uh, we had uh, our guests were uh, Chevy Chase. Yep. And um, and who was the other one? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll came on for a little bit, and he was funny, too. Yeah. Pete was funny. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a weird it was a weird episode though. It was <laughs> having, having, having Chevy Chase. I thought you were gonna kind of really come with someone more famous when I just threw I kind of lobbed that one to you. And yeah. You said Pete. Yeah, but Pete was on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, sorry. Well, Can you imagine you if Pete ever did our podcast? No. I would get cut the next day. He'd just be like, "What is it?" I I honestly think he would do it as he, like a good sport for a couple minutes and then be like, "Okay, I gotta go." Yeah, he'd walk out. And then later he'd be like, out. he'd be like, "John, you're running sprints today do all day." Do you remember the Ali G show? Yes, and Ali G on one episode he it's like he'll he'll like go in and interview people and they won't know what's going on. Yeah. Like he like like Democrats and or Democrats like uh like politicians, politicians yeah. and whatever. But there's one where he has Donald Trump. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. He has Donald Trump and he asks him like two questions and Donald Trump just walks out. Really? Yeah, I mean, because this is like that shot had been 15 years ago. At least he walked out because he's had ago. other like fav- like that sat through it and he just keeps seeing how far he can go. And, yeah, yeah, and, and, and like some people don't aren't smart enough to get out. Like at least he right. was like, "Nope, not doing this." Yeah. Did you see his new movie? Oh, probably not. Did you see the brother the his new movie? No. Oh, it was Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, that we're talking about. Yeah. No. Ali G. Ali G. That guy was a genius for his time. He really, yeah, absolutely. I thought he was hilarious. I mean, it was. But you, did you like? Because that was super awkward. His whole thing, he's so, so there are, awkward. So there's parts of his show that I could watch, and then, I'm not kidding, there'd be parts where I'm like, no, nope, fast forward, uh, like I can't he, do like it. Like, when he'd go into, like, like a house with a whole bunch of, like, I forget, it was, like, a whole bunch of women, and he was telling them, 
I don't know. It just, you just do things that are so uncomfortable. Yeah. So there were times like so even his movie, like uh, like the what was his movie Borat, like. Borat. <laughs> and there was parts of that that I thought were really funny, and then there were parts where I'm like, oh god, please stop, like just no yeah. more. And it's just certain certain situations, like ones others where people make you know make themselves look dumb. Or, those I I'm, thought were funny, but there were other ones where I'm just like, oh no. I'm sure he made so much money from that movie, and I'm sure he got sued for every cent that he made from that. The movie. thing is about movies like that. What's crazy to me is that those people had to sign an agree if your face that, is on there you that to... they want their face on that. And I'm just there's times where I'm like, why would you ever sign yeah. that? It's like the people who agree to be on Cops. Why would you agree to be you, on Cops? Yeah, your face can't be on there unless you agree to it. You're like, well, you know what? Go ahead and sign this. Like, yes, I did just run into a fire hydrant, get out of the car, run away, jump a fence. Well, that's what Sarah used to be on Scare Tactics. She was one of the regulars on Scare Tactics, and they she has some crazy stories because she's like, yeah, these people are like, some of us like, I'm so angry, but then they sign the thing. You know what I mean? It's like for their 15 People minutes of fame, they'll, their fame. You know, they just don't have to sign it. And they can't use that segment. But instead, they're like, yeah, go ahead. I uh, I sent a video in for uh, America's Funniest Videos. Oh, really? Yeah. It's uh, my wife on a roller coaster. And it's the most amazing thing you'll ever see. Really? I, uh, I'll show you. It's, it's, it's she screams. Literally, if you took her scream from that video and put it in a horror movie, she'd win an Academy Award for the most convincing <laughs> Horror film ever. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, it's almost that time. It is. Gregory Phillip. It is. Gregory Phillip, woman. Woodman. It's not woman. Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Gregory Phillip, woman. Gianna. Hey, man, this is. uh, What do you. Last thing, real quick. What do you think about at the end of this before everyone's gone doing like a listener party? At Woodski's? Or somewhere else, Dino's. 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 You go cracking Kongi, my buddy. He, they're in the stadium. My buddy owns that. He went to the show with me with Sarah. That would be fun. Let's do it. Okay, we'll do a quick. We'll do. We'll figure it out when the season's over. Before we'll you put leave. it up on Twitter. Twitter at Kick It with J and G, and follow us on uh, Facebook, Kicking It with John and Greg. Uh, we gave you an extra three minutes. You're welcome. You're welcome. Since we've been gone. Um, perfect. All right. I love you guys. Wow. All right. Good talks.